0: Welcome to Bizarre Conspiracies. My name is Eric Patino,
1: and I'm Conrad Toll.
0: Today we're going to hey. be telling you a mixture of uh, conspiracies, uh, widely believed conspiracies, at that, and uh, we have no idea what the other one's going to talk about. So this should be a com- this should be a complete surprise to everybody. So uh, yeah, my topics today. All right. The birds aren't real movement. Have you ever heard about that, Conrad? Uh, maybe. (laughs) You're going to get a hoot. And my second big topic is going to be that, um, how do do I word this? A JFK was a meth head. okay. Um. (laughs) You like methamphetamines, um, as
1: the uh, popular theory goes. But, oh, yeah. what What do you have, Conrad? Will? Uh. I, w- I was looking at, you know, popular conspiracy theories and which ones are the most popular and kind of thinking about all of that. And I've got COVID-19, mm-hmm. the One World Order, and um, I, I, I don't really know exactly what to call it, but I, I it's like a mix of Big Brother and Big Pharma, Big, I don't know, but all big government, big um, everything, big lobbyist <laughs> corporation thing okay so I, I was like so i i went and looked at you know polls and all of that and i saw what are the most popular ones that are out there and number one most popular conspiracy theory mm-hmm. jfk yes well we've already done a lot on jfk <laughs> there's so much on jfk though yeah oh um, God, i didn't
0: i'd never heard about jfk being hooked on uh methamphetamines but
1: uh, yeah, the murder of JFK is the, the most popular conspiracy theory.
0: Actually, uh, my my theory ties into how he really died, like why he really got assassinated.
1: Uh, okay. Okay. So we, yeah, okay. And then the next one, the most popular one, is the faked moon landing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we covered uh, that too. <laughs> and uh, then after that, it starts going into, um, there's global warming, 9-11, Child slavery ring, flat earthers, um, AIDS made by the government. Um, yep, that's 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 an old one. Media, media, um, propaganda. Being the media, just being a propaganda machine with a agenda. Is there anything uh, new about that. No, I don't see how that one really is a conspiracy theory. It's I mean, theory <laughs> if you, like you really put it with like a qualifier, like it is a uh, they have an agenda for sure um well i don't know that's that if you put democrats that's that's hardly um right. uh, for secret society if they if they did it for like a secret society the illuminati then i think you could say it's a conspiracy theory if you're just like all yeah right. they have their agenda and they sell propaganda that was like dude well grabbing my coffee being hot i mean what's the big deal <laughs> you know yeah. Yeah. um but so i kind of bundled them all together The big ones past that down to One World Order. Mm -hmm. Just being uh, an overall big... Yeah, it it fills up with so many right there. Yeah. Uh, Especially because the One World Order, as opposed to that one being different than, um, you know, big pharma and companies trying to enslave the masses for economical gain. The big difference really is most of the One World Order uh, theories stem from a secret cabal of um, secret society um, folks like the Illuminati pulling all the strings behind the scenes, right? Mm -hmm. So that one kind of all falls under one world order. But there's some things that just don't quite fit into that one that would land in the corporation thing, Mm -hmm. like the moon landing. Right, right. Uh, um, So... (laughs) <laughs> so yeah i kind of went with like all of these things weaving together into this big thing <laughs> and uh, kind of like one conclusive story or something uh, kind of but more in general i didn't okay. i didn't have like any grand overarching ones i just like had a few different theories that went towards it but not it's like all of these things described but no, no particular one head pointed mm. at Mm -hmm. But instead, multiple heads pointed at. (laughs) So, JFK (laughs) being a meth addict. Mm -hmm. How did that get him killed?
0: (laughs) We're starting with the good one. Okay. So, before I could get to him being, you know, hooked on methamphetamines, I have to tell you the story of this doctor named Dr. Max Jacobson. Real doctor, right? Uh I believe he was a, a Jewish doctor. And... Um, in the war, right? Uh, uh-huh. Some, some World war World, two. war, World War, World War Two. He, um, he, he was, he, he was a practicing doctor, but he wasn't licensed to like actually uh fix anybody at the time because it, it was uh like German occupied where he was at, oh. and and this wounded German soldier came to him and said, "I need you." to heal me, right? Uh, Uh, or I'm going to kill you. And by the way, uh, once you are done healing me, once you're done doctoring me up and stuff, I'm going to leave and I'm going to come back with more soldiers and we're going to kill you. So this is, this is how I'm going to repay my debt to you. Uh, me telling you this is going to, uh, be an act of grace because then you have, I don't know, 10, 20 minutes, maybe maybe an hour at most, to get your stuff and leave before we come back. All right. Uh, so yeah, he took the guy, he took the wounded German soldier in. Uh he fixed him up, sent him out, and then he he left. And where he went was to New York City in America.
1: That's um kind of an interesting story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when, you would think that the German guy would wait till like he was leaving the door, being like, Oh, as a payment. We're supposed to raid your house. I'll be back in twenty minutes. You better not be here. You would think is how would go instead of like, hey, I'm going to kill you anyway. But don't. But if you don't, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, please sew me up and don't kill me. <laughs> yeah. It was really
0: odd, but uh, you know, he uh, yeah, I okay, I see. And then he to New York. Yeah, yeah, it was a German soldier, you know, the German soldiers at the time were very cocky and they're like, "Yeah, we, we you know, we're going to rule the world. Um we're going to kill you. <laughs> so so just leave. When I get back, just be gone by the time I get back, right?" Mm-hmm. So he does. He packs up his stuff and he heads to America. Now, I, I'm purposely missing a lot of stuff out because it's a really good story if you haven't heard it and i don't really want to go into his entire life story like he went to poland and before they took over poland he went to france and when he found out that they were gonna you know take over france too he that's when he went to america but i'm making a a very long story kind of short so anyways uh, he went to america to new york and there he he started a, a practice but uh for 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 I don't know. I wouldn't say the elite, but, you know, for the famous, for the rich and powerful. And he, he started becoming known as Dr. Feelgood, right? Because he would make you feel good. Interesting. He had these injections that he made himself, and it was methamphetamine mixed with like horse semen and monkey urine, all kinds of weird stuff that he would,
1: that he would, he would make a cocktail of right and uh <laughs> do you do this in his bathtub or something or he did uh, he did he did he did, lab it, he did it
0: in his own lab and then okay. no one in his in his office knew what he was doing right he he didn't tell anyone like oh i'm gonna mix this and this and this and this is what you're gonna get uh not even his uh his his uh, staff knew what he was doing either you know like his nursing staff but
1: they did know that he sold a special kind of a shot yes. that made you feel good. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. This is kind of how he was known in the uh, entertainment world, and even in the political world. And one day, right, this guy um, he ends up meeting JFK because there's this perceived image of JFK where he was this youthful animalistic energy kind of guy right yeah he was his young blood young new blood in the world of politics but jfk wasn't actually like that he was he had he had a severe injury from the war and this injury caused him a great deal of pain like there were times where it was described jfk couldn't even get out of bed he he was so you know crippled with pain he couldn't really function and when he was a senator when he was senator kennedy they actually had this thing where, like, he kind of makeshift wheelchair where he could... he didn't have to stand up a lot and do like a whole lot of physical activities. They kind of made it to where he could just float around, you know, and and do what he needs to do within within the building that he was in. <clears throat> so when he was going up against uh, who was it Nixon, right? Was it his uh, debate against Nixon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a debate against Nixon. He wanted to appear youthful, right? He wanted to appear like he was this young man with a lot of strength and energy. And, and he, and, you know, he heard about the reputation of Dr. Feelgood. So he arranged uh, like a doctor uh, consultation meeting with Dr. Feelgood. Dr. Feelgood's like, dude, <laughs> I got, I got the thing that will make you jump out of your seat. Right. He doesn't tell him what it is. He just gets his syringe and he injects it. Uh, injects him with it and story goes when jfk went home to rest after he was injected after that uh after that rest and he woke up dude it it was described as like a a a phoenix rising from the ashes he was so full of energy and he could walk around and he can do all these things so he was hooked right Mm -hmm. anytime he needed a pick-me-up anytime he wanted to feel better he would call doctor feel good and he became a drug addict and he didn't know it he was so high he just didn't know it he just thought this doctor's giving me something amazing
1: (laughs) 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 i guess uh i don't know back in the 70s or whatnot you could be forgiven for not knowing but man yeah yeah these days if somebody went to the hospital and like yeah a guy gives me a shot and i feel good you'd be like what drug is he giving you Yeah, you would you you
0: would question it, (laughs) but you know Kennedy because he he had this war injury and he was in a lot of pain all the time. Like he was he
1: was well, not only was it uh, a war injury. Um, What happened is he actually broke his uh, uh, one of his spine spine discs when he was Mm -hmm. playing football when he was younger, and his back was messed up ever since then. And then when he was in the navy and got in a crash. Um it, it injured his back even more. So it was a yeah long term injury. Yeah,
0: he was suffering from this for you know all his life. So <clears throat> yeah, this is how he met Dr. Feelgood. And so <laughs> Again, long story short, there's a lot more to it, but is then on Kennedy Kennedy's birthday, right? Uh, We all know the story. He meets this fabulous, uh, uh, rising young uh, Hollywood celebrity star, this actress named Monroe, Marilyn Monroe, right? And then we all know the story of her going to the party and singing Happy Birthday, right? I do not know this one. No? (laughs) Uh, You can look it up on YouTube. She sings Happy Birthday to you, but in like a very sexy kind of... Uh, uh, yeah, in a very sexy way to uh, Robert Kennedy, and it and uh,
1: Robert Kennedy, or
0: um, oh, sorry, John F. Kennedy, John uh, F. Kennedy, and then so John F. Kennedy is just sitting there and he looks to the guy next to him, I forget who it was, but he says, Look at the look at the ass on that girl, right? Because he he really liked Marilyn Monroe, he had a thing for Marilyn uh-huh. Monroe, and what wasn't known at the time, well, it was known at the time, Marilyn M- Monroe. When she sang happy birthday to you, to uh, John F. Kennedy, she also had a thing for JFK. In fact, um, she, at that time, Marilyn Monroe was also addicted to Dr. Feelgood's uh, injections because she also (laughs) was getting them. It it was recorded uh, that she was also receiving all these injections from Dr. Feelgood. So she was taking the same dose.
1: Interesting.
0: And it was kind of messing up her Hollywood career, her acting career, because her agent, her, her uh, talent agent, was uh, said, I don't really want you to go to the Kennedy uh, birthday party and perform because you need to rest <laughs> for this upcoming movie role. And you need to go and practice that instead of practicing singing uh, Happy Birthday every day. She's like... No, I'm the 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 talented one. I, I'm the movie star here. If I want to go to JFK's birthday and sing him happy birthday and give him a performance, I'm going to do that. So she did. And just on her way over there, it's unknown if she got it like in the car ride or at her house before she left. But either way, just before she went to JFK's uh, party, she got an injection from Dr. Feelgood. <laughs> so she was high JFK was high and this is kind of where they started their affair, right? This is the beginning of the, of the Kennedy Monroe fair affair. Was he married at the time? I honestly don't remember. (laughs) Um, no, I don't think he was with Jackie Kennedy. I don't think she was. I don't think he was with Jackie at the time, but, um, I think he was dating somebody else. I, I honestly don't remember, but this is when they started the affair and you know, they would, (laughs) <laughs> it was recorded that they had like a lot of sex right and during these uh sex sessions between jfk and marilyn monroe jfk would like because he was completely high off his ass he would tell her all these secrets about area 51 about uh his plans to stop um the cia because he was it, it was really weird at the time he was he was against the cia and the fbi right Right, it was pretty well known, right? And so he told every he told everything to Marilyn Monroe. What he didn't know, and what Marilyn Monroe didn't know, because they were so high, is that they were being uh, surveyed. They were they were under surveillance secretly by the CIA. So they were listening. And because
1: he told, and this was just when he was a senator.
0: Um, no, this was when he was uh, elected. Oh, so okay. <laughs> and because it leads up right into his assassination, and they were listening to him telling all these secrets to Marilyn Monroe. So they decided, Enough is enough, we had to take we have to take out JFK. Again, long story short, I thought it was a really cool story. I had never heard it before, but if you look up Dr. Max Jacobsons, he's a real doctor. And when he died, all these celebrities like went to his funeral and they like paid respects or Whatever, right? <laughs> some of them knew what he was doing. Some, of them, A lot of them didn't know what he was doing. But uh, it was recorded in a book. I don't remember the book because I heard it uh, off uh, somebody else's podcast. Which, again, which is why I did a short version because I don't want to rip off that podcast or anything. But I thought it was a really good story. You know, you hear a lot of these stories about JFK and a lot of it's the same thing, you know. Lee Harvey Oswald assassination, his affair with yeah. Marilyn Monroe, or his supposed ties with the mafia. So yeah, this was a brand new one that I've never heard, and I loved it. I loved it.
1: I had to share it with everybody. So there you go. Wow. What do you
0: What do you think about that story?
1: I hadn't heard that before at all. Yeah. You know, I, I, I actually didn't, because I knew a little bit about JFK. I knew a little bit about his injury. Mm -hmm. I knew a little bit about, um, well, I knew a lot about his assassination, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know anything about Marilyn Monroe, Marilyn Monroe being involved or (laughs) myth. Right. Right. Uh, So yeah. I had heard, I think I'd heard of this Dr. Feelgood before. So I, 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 I started recognizing him only at the very end when you said that a ton of people went to his, um, funeral funeral and i was like wait a minute i remember there being like a celebrity doctor that all these people were yeah yeah do you remember the movie ben-hur yeah
0: <clears throat> with uh charles heston um so <laughs> charles heston uh was known to like have these uh, like i don't know if they were migraines or just like really bad headaches but he oftentimes during movie sets he would like not start to not feel very good and guess who was his doctor uh-huh. <laughs> Dr. Feelgood. So <laughs> Oh man, it was it was uh it was a crazy time. Apparently, uh he did Dr. Feelgood did uh teach somebody his con- talk, concoctions. Uh, he passed it down to another doctor and then supposedly, you know, I haven't looked in, l- looked into this much but supposedly that doctor went on to become like a, a kind of a famous behind the scenes doctor to like George Clooney and other modern stars
1: today. Mm-hmm. So um and then uh, who who leaked that it was just myth? Who what? Who wrote the book? <laughs> yeah. Who figured out that it was just myth?
0: I I'm going to have to put that in the show notes. Um, uh, hold on. Let me let me let me let me look really quick. Okay, here we go. It's a book by Richard A. Leeserman, and the title of it is Dr. Feelgood, The Shocking Story of the Doctor Who May Have Changed History by Treating and Drugged and Drugging JFK, Marilyn Monroe, Elvis, and Other Prominent Figures. And I got the link. I'm actually going to buy this book because I want to actually read the entire story. And get down into the details and present it in a podcast. Uh, I just sent you the link. Uh, I just texted you the link to your phone. Um. Yeah. I hope you're. I hope you guys are up for that. More of that story because I definitely am going to talk about it more in the future when I get that book.
1: Yeah. Uh, Doctor Feelgood, also known as Max Jacobson. Yes. Ta-da. Huh. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, and I'll go ahead and link the book into uh, the description. So, in case you uh, listeners want to check it out for yourselves, you can. It's uh, it was a very engaging uh, podcast that I listened to when uh, those guys were talking about it. So, yeah, uh, we're coming on 24 minutes here. Do you have a short uh,
1: conspiracy for us? Well, I uh, I suppose that there was one thing that you mentioned. Uh, early on that i kind of i have it here in my notes that i forgot to mention at the, uh, at the beginning mm-hmm. and that's another very impo- popular a uh, um conspiracy that kind of ties in with all of this that i put under um secret society uh-huh. is uh, anti-semitism uh, uh conspiracies <laughs> are extremely popular yeah they are <laughs> <laughs> so they're their own um separate one i just remembered that when you mentioned that uh, dr feelgood was jewish so there's a there's a lot of folks and i think that there are less now but there used to be even probably i would say i think it's really hard to tell with the statistics when they say you know these amount of people believe this these amount of people believe that because if they say jfk assassination Mm -hmm. you know that could mean anything sure there's all sorts of things but if If you were to say how many people believe that there was a JFK assassination was orchestrated by, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Lyndon B. Johnson. There we go. (laughs) It was orchestrated by Lyndon B. Johnson. The number of how many people believe that, you know, drops quite a bit. And then they'd say, oh, you know, only 10% of people believe in the JFK assassination theory. Mm. So it's really hard to measure who believes in what. And... uh, so when it comes to things like, you know, uh, how many people believe in um, the, uh, uh, what do they call them, concentration camps of the Nazis or whatnot? Well, there's there's some people who actually don't believe anything different than what most people believe. They just believe that, you know, the numbers varied. <laughs> so right. where do you draw the line on who believes and who doesn't believe in crazy things like um, believe that. You know there was the the jew a jewish conspiracy that it was all made up and that world war Two was fabricated by jews and there was never any holocaust and um it was just all a um, conspiracy for um creating israel you know then it, you know the numbers for the people shift rapidly in one way so there that's a that's a short one that i mentioned
0: <laughs> all right well that was a good one All right, so I got one more, so I suppose I could tell that really quickly when we come back from the break, and then we can get into Conrad's uh, conspiracies. He always has really good ones, so (laughs) stick around for that, and yeah, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. And we're back from the break. Welcome back, everybody. So, like I said, I got one more for you guys. And it's the birds aren't real movement. And uh, you said you've never heard of this before, right?
1: Yeah, I haven't.
0: So it's a real movement and it kind of started in the 70s but uh, there's a website a legit website it's called uh, real.com oh and gosh. they have a history page and I'm only going to read a little bit and then I'm going to get into my notes of what I found from just doing research in 1947 the CIA was founded and its sole Responsibility was to watch and survey tens of thousands of Americans uh, doing, (laughs) suspected of doing communist things. (laughs) This orchestrated stalking uh, epidemic went on for almost five years and a few were found guilty of uh, any real crimes. However, it became clear in the early 1950s that the threat of communism was only going to rise. Uh, only, Only the few can conclude to that. And a a broader system was needed to track any individual who was suspected of such activity. The fears were only encouraged uh, when, in 1951, uh, Julius and uh, Ethel Rosenberg—I never heard of these people—were wrongly arrested and convicted of espionage against the United States. Accused of spying on behalf of the Soviet uh, Union.
1: Uh, Is this uh, the folks that were executed for uh, the nuclear bomb— leak or something like that i have
0: no idea like i said i uh, haven't heard of these people your, your guess is good as mine
1: because that's the first time i've heard that they were innocent <laughs> if they are that that couple
0: well this is a, a birds aren't real website claiming <laughs> that these people were innocent so you know take it with a grain of salt um this highly no. publicized event gave the government a small window to uh, implement a new program that would uh, placed the first CCTV surveillance cameras in areas with a high Russian immigrant concentration. Hmm. This went on for a few years or so, when in 1953, Alan Dooley's was made the first uh, civilian director of the Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA, and made it his mission to ramp up the surveillance program hiding cameras in thousands of locations and ordering his staff to plant them in areas that would be impossible to detect. Although, let's face it, in the 1950s, you could walk into a bank with a slingshot and and steal several several thousands of dollars. So security was kind of a joke in the 50s. He knew that the possibilities for this camera program were endless. (laughs) Right on time, people, right on time. So, um, let's see, where was I? Yeah, uh, right let's on us uh, And on April 15th, 1956, met with uh, President Dwight D. Eisenhower and proposed a plan that would put uh, cameras in the skies. Dooley's knew that the skies were the future for his surveillance program, as you could uh, truly track somebody's movement with uh, cameras much easier than having to switch between cameras on the streets in hidden. in and in hidden the storm drains, so one camera in wow. the sky could do the work of thousands. Kind of like, like a drone. Kind of like a drone. Yes. Uh, so that was a little bit of uh, what the history said uh, on the website. Now I'm going to switch over to my notes because this came from someone um, who doesn't quite believe in the movement. <laughs> okay. So the birds aren't real. Movement has been active since 1976. Since one prevented a cause our initial goal was to stop the genocide of real birds unfortunately this was unsuccessful and the government since has replaced every living bird with robotic replicas now our movement is to make sure everyone is aware of this fact the group of birds aren't real who claims that the birds are no longer real have conducted a rally in the u.s in the hopes of converting others to their views for those uninitiated the birds Aren't real movement claims that the birds were once real, right? But have now been replaced with drones by you guessed it, none other than Barack Obama back in two thousand one.
1: The new robotic what, what? birds. Wouldn't <laughs> that be like two thousand nine? No,
0: no, no. This isn't when he was a president.
1: No, no, no. He was president from two thousand nine to two thousand and um i uh 2016.
0: 12, 16. No, no. oh yeah 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 because
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, the second yeah, term. two, two, terms. two terms bush was the president in 2001.
0: yes he was anyways the new robotic birds are used to monitor americans according to the conspiracy theory where it all began october 26 2001. on the account birds aren't real on instagram Underneath the compelling evidence above the day the deceitful and Wicked Patriot Act was passed by Congress, I cannot simply watch these horrific videos in public. I tremble uncontrollably with rage, I sob, and I can't keep quiet. After the government killed off the first real bird in 2001, they released the beta versions of the first prototype bird drones. Uh, as shown in these tapes, and uh, there was a few uh, YouTube videos. <laughs> They're so stupid. But anyways, what a coincidence! Then on October twenty seventh, two thousand one, Pearl Harbor happened. Yet no one seems to draw the correlation.
1: Huh. Sheep.
0: <laughs> this guy's like really into it.
1: Well, I uh, I I have a feeling that no one in birds aren't real. Owns a shotgun. <laughs> I know plenty of folks. Yeah, they uh, must by be on California. I mean, f- four, eh, three, but sometimes four folks uh, <laughs> who go quail hunting, and I'm pretty darn sure they know that birds aren't fake because <laughs> uh, they eat them. Unless you mm-hmm. eat drones.
0: I don't know. Anyway,
1: but anyway. Um, I think that it would be more believable to say that some of the birds are fake. Instead of all the birds are fake.
0: Yeah, um, that would be my assumption. But
1: and uh, did you see the um, drone footage that I mean, we were talking about Rittenhouse just last week, right? Right. And did you see that the drone footage that they had? That was FBI provided. There was FBI drones really? flying around. Yeah. Hmm. And it, it's kind of like a, a little open secret that the uh, FBI has drones flying around major cities, at mm-hmm. least major cities. I don't know if they have, because here's the biggest issue was doing mass surveillance. Is It's not the expense of, you know, actually swapping out birds for drones. <laughs> I mean, that would be expensive to do it for all the birds. But the main expense when it comes to surveillance and having footage is the uh, computer cost of compiling all of that data that's just oh yeah you know, especially since it's high quality drone footage because they don't fly around <laughs> with your standard security so they have to have massive hard drives where they're just storing away all this information that's the main cost so even if you had billions of birds i can't think of another cause data what would that be charging
0: <laughs> no no no, no. the uh, the people going through all the footage
1: well they probably have the ai do that <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, I think that uh, there is definitely no doubt that the government has at some time tried to oh, no make doubt. a bird no robot spy, right? No doubt. Now, here's a question for you. Have you ever heard of the government releasing a failed bird f- robot? Failed? Like, yeah. uh No. Yeah, because you you know you see in like magazines here and there or history books. This here is a picture of an old World War II camera. It was hidden inside a matchbox, and what you would do is you'd pull out the matchbox like this, and you turn it, and you push on this part of the box, and that would take the picture. It was at a you know they, you know they talk about like the secret stuff that spies would use way back then, right? Sure, but technology fake-
0: was so clunky back then, so large yeah. and
1: clunky. But what I'm saying is. Every now and then like old stuff comes out and you go, well, you know, this was NASA's attempt at doing this, or this was or the, you know, the infrared radar and all of that sort of thing that originally was military. Sure, sure, sure. Like, like the, like, like it, the early prototypes. And uh, all of these things come out like little bits way down past the road, but obviously they tried and like, at least by the seventies, they had tried making a fake bird. That was off the camera. <laughs> and then I'm sure that they've done it again. And I'm sure they've done it again since then. But you've never heard of these failed projects. And the, probably nope. the reason is is because they're not failed projects. So why would they leak them? You know? It, it's one true. thing to come out and be like, yeah, this is a discontinued product that we did. But if they never come out with it, it's like, oh, well, that means it's successful. So,
0: well, the whole, thing, sure that, the whole thing could still be classified for all we know.
1: But I'm pretty sure true. that Less than 1% of the birds are fake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently the last real bird died in 2001, so I, I don't know. <clears throat> but, um, I don't. <laughs> you know, as he goes on here, he goes, call me misinformed, call me stupid, call me undereducated, I don't care. Just because I didn't go to high school doesn't mean that I'm any less intelligent. I just haven't been brainwashed or institutionalized like you all. Is he I trolling us, yeah, I, I think he's trolling a little bit, and then he goes <laughs> on to say, I know that I am woke, and one day you will all see. Uh, despite the obvious absurdities of the premise, the movement has a lot of supporters, both online and offline. The rally, which took place in Springfield, Missouri, was attended by a large number of, uh, not large number of people, given that they were uh, there to spread the word that birds were are robots. The movement joins Australia isn't real, and the list of conspiracy theories that are 99% sure are satire uh, and full of Earth uh, flat earthers, etc., but probably have a few real people convinced, too. Uh, the first uh, conceived by a college student in 2017, the conspiracy theory claims that in the late 1950s, CIA was faced with two problems. How to survey the entire U.S. population. And do you, can can you take a wild guess what the second one was? Uh, where to put all the criminals? <laughs> uh, no. How <laughs> how to stop birds pooping on their fancy CIA cars. <laughs> oh, I love this guy. The solution may have seemed obvious in retrospect, but it was, of course, to replace birds with tiny robot drones to listen into our everyday conversations.
1: So wait a minute. Does, is he saying that Bird poop is a, is these robots don't poop bird poop because um, there's a slight issue with that claim.
0: You know, (laughs) here in the city where I live, uh, lots of trees in my neighborhood. You've seen my neighborhood, right? Yeah. Yeah. Can you believe, can you believe in the uh, three years that I've been here, I haven't had one single bird poop in my car. Can you believe
1: that? Uh, no, because I have the birds poop on my car every four days, it seems. (laughs) And I don't even park under trees.
0: Oh, but it's true. Yeah, I haven't had a single bird poop in the three years that I've lived in this house.
1: (laughs) Is it a conspiracy? I don't know. I guess it means that the uh, CIA is spying on you more than they are on me. Here's the thing, right? I think when they're talking
0: about replace every real bird with a drone, I think they're talking about heavy populated areas, not rural areas. Oh, uh, that might that might be. So that might make more sense. Anyways, he goes on, and I'm almost done here. In a stolen transcript from an ex-CIA deputy... She says, Yeah, the higher ups knew. Uh the higher ups were so annoyed that birds had been dropping fecal matter on their cars that they vowed to wipe every single flying feathered creature in North America. <laughs> Whether that was true or not, I don't know. But um yeah, the birds aren't real movement are currently uh being filmed for a documentary series. And and, and I did see part of it on YouTube really hilarious. Conrad, I'm going to send you the link and and after your sermon,
1: <laughs> maybe you'll watch it. <laughs> I don't I don't think they're going to get that one for those who don't it's a, a little bit of an inside joke, but not really. <laughs> He's talking about a gig I'll be doing later today, which unfortunately will not be Available, ever, for your viewing convenience.
0: No, but uh, if you uh, subscribe over to our Patreon, you'll you'll get a, a kind of a sneak peek into what he'll be doing. Okay. <laughs> so, there we go. JFK was, was crazy on meth, and that's what got him killed, and birds aren't real.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, oh, I loved it. I loved it. But, uh, yeah. Time for some Conrad. So... Are you tired of the government calling you crazy? Not to believe in your own eyes? I mean, what was was it that we talked about just a few weeks ago? A plane getting shot down right in front of a veteran of the uh, Korean War. He knew exactly what it looked like. He had seen many planes shot down and the government comes to him and says, don't believe your own eyes. They're lying to you. It was just an internal explosion of fuel or whatnot. (laughs) Or have you ever thought it was crazy that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself, and now Ghislaine Maxwell is on trial, and almost nothing is coming of it. Well, not that she's obviously going to go to jail for a long, long time, but none of the names of the people who visited the island are getting leaked, hardly at all. Isn't it kind of crazy that the world seems to be falling in a line, and if you don't believe that line, you're crazy? You shouldn't trust your own eyes and your own ears. And you should listen to what somebody else has to say. Boy, I've been sick of that recently. So that's why I'm taking a stand today. I'm here to tell you that you're not crazy, that I have been looking at the data and all of the things. And it is just not right that people look you in the eye and say, you're crazy. I was looking at these very popular and famous conspiracies. And I go, well, most of these aren't too awfully weird. There's a few of them that are pretty darn weird. I like, uh, Uh, flat earthers, boy, I don't know if they're trolling us all. If there's really flat earthers out there, but if there are real, true flat earthers, I'm not sure I want to meet any. Yeah, but for the most part, for the most part, like most of these aren't so crazy. The idea of a one world government—I mean, what do you think the UN means? United Nations. It is clear that they have some sort of a globalist agenda, and that there's a lot of people who have pressure. To do what's not best for the country, but what's best for the collective nations of the world, right? And then there's global warming. Now, I personally believe in global warming, but I wouldn't call anyone crazy for not believing it. You look at it there and all the stuff being pushed down your throat and all the lies that have come out. And it, you can see that there's clearly an agenda packed behind it, which leads us to the agenda packers, the media, Hollywood. If you look at Hollywood and all the weird films they put out there, all the changes to old TV shows. You, you know, grew up watching like Spider-Man and well not so much Spider-Man, but Superman and uh, definitely Superman. What was it? He-Man. Uh, that one's changed quite a bit recently. Sure. Uh, uh, Ghostbusters. Uh, Doctor Who. Star Wars. <laughs> hey. Yeah, just a massive amount of it's not even like good stories coming out. Mulan, even Mulan is a the classic feminist story, right? But but you make you look at the one that's made these days and you're like, wow, this one's so much worse than the original. The films that are being produced aren't fun. They don't make money. People don't like going. Why, Why do they keep getting put out there? It's like people are have prefer their agenda over making money. And that's pretty crazy for Hollywood. If you think about it. <laughs> and then you go. And you look at Jeffrey Epstein. And you go. Why is it that there's all these weird crazy folks in power. You look at. Um, and and then. The, what was it. Um, there was a, a book I was reading about. The other day. It was pretty popular. Until it became actually published. And then it was banned. But it was popular among um, but the, the funny thing about being banned is it was a book that pretty much was child pornography in a book form. Um, but when they took it to court and they were trying it, the reason why it, it, was, it was banned is because the jury of the, the, that was suing, because the, the government sued um, the publisher of the book and then there was a jury that was brought up. The lawyer that was hired was hired on behalf of the wealthy elites. And he was going around and saying, isn't this book great? Pretty well, I wasn't saying that. He was saying, you know, we need to, this is the sort of book that um, is for like your servant and your wives and that sort of thing. You know, it's, uh, and, but the thing is, it was clear that by the end of the thing that this lawyer had never even once lived away from high society. This guy was hired by the rich to defend the rich's book. Isn't it crazy that there's just all of this stuff that seems to point towards rich people being pedophiles? Why are there so many people in the Catholic Church? I mean, why is the Catholic priest joke a thing? Why is it a thing? <laughs> and then you hear about, like, a priest who was caught, you know, if prosecuted. And you figure out that there were allegations against him at a different church. And they moved him from that church to another one. And then from that one to the one that he got caught in, you go, wait a minute this seems like they knew what's going on and then um who was that other fellow there was recently like a nba basketball player or something who got caught in some sort of uh uh some sort of uh child abuse allegation um kind of like uh what was his name the comedian bill cosby Mm. You, you look at all these rich people and you go wait a minute Why are they all so perverted? Why are all these Catholic priests so perverted? So is it crazy to look at all of this stuff and go, well, the media is telling me this one thing. Then you have Weinstein, this guy who's making these weird movies. You have that ridiculous Netflix movie, uh, what was it called, Cuties? You have all this weird stuff coming out there. Is it crazy that people think that there's this weird government not, or not, maybe not government, but elite, high society, sex slavery ring. I, I don't think anyone's crazy for believing that. <coughs> How about the, the, the conspiracies around COVID? They come out and they tell you straight up, it didn't come from that laboratory. It just happened to originate in the same area, and it happens to have DNA in it that seems to replicate DNA that's spliced from other viruses, and so. There's been award-winning, what do they call them, Nobel Peace Prize winning scientists who have come forward and said, you know, I don't think the thing could have come together and formed outside of a laboratory. This looks man-made. And then to top it all off, you have all these folks telling you that that is absolutely not the case. And if you think that's the case, you're crazy. And then- They'll tell you, oh, you must think that the you know the world is falling apart, and you know you're you're just an alarmist, and China is not definitely um, releasing the um th- that's the one part that they always like to uh, point at is you must think that China is would poison its own people in order to do this horrible thing. And it's like I didn't even most people who believe in the COVID conspiracies don't even believe that China was involved. As they uh, did it, it purposely, they think there was an accidental leak from the government's Chinese um, bio project mm. and that it wasn't an intentional release. But they, they always frame it like you're the, the most extreme example and say that's the majority of you. When it's only like the minority of people who believe in the COVID theory. And Is it so crazy to say, well, maybe it is a possibility? Would it be so hard for Dr. Fauci to say, you know, it's a possibility that it came from a lab? However, that's not what we believe. But it might have. You're okay to believe it, whatever you want. Would that be so hard? Would that kill him? But no, you're crazy for believing that. <laughs> and then you look at you know, Bill Gates and um, Mark Zuckerberg and Jeff Bezos and how there's, he's it, clear that Facebook is spying on you. And it's clear that, um, it, you know, the, what was the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Mm-hmm. They they're well known for their charity, right? And what does their charity do? They send out vaccines and all of this to the third world countries. Yep, but it's been proven that if you look into it, the reason, the real reason that they're doing that is so that there isn't a requirement for them to release the um, the vir- the vaccine. Uh, patents and that sort of thing not just like the covid patents there's a lot of people who are calling for the release of the covid vaccine patents but by giving away the vaccines and having like these ways of these outlets it is in a way so they give away the vaccine for because it costs them like cents on the just a few cents to make a huge batch right and so they sell that or they give that away because it's hardly anything to them to just give it away, but they won't release their ability to make it because they make lots of money selling this thing. that takes them just a few cents to produce. And they sell that for like 20, $30 with a massive markup, uh, akin to like printer ink or something. <laughs> and then they, they just, and then they justify saying, you know, we're, we're good guys, but what they're really doing is they're making profit. And then there's been a st- Study after study that's shown that there were more people would get vaccinated from common diseases in third world countries if the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation stopped giving out vaccines for free mm. and had just released other groups to, to produce it and there'd be a generic version of these vaccines. And that's, you know, things like, I don't know, smallpox vaccines. And um, what was that other one? The one that they were so happy about eradicating uh, polio? Yeah, Polio. Oh, yeah. Anyway, like, all of that would have been done so much better if there wasn't Bill Gates in the way, and Bill Gates makes millions on giving away a few, you know, he gives away millions, but he makes back billions. Right. And then, he, so if you think that, you know, Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg and all of these people are evil and out to just profit off of everything, well, then you're crazy. He's a wonderful guy who gives to charity. How dare you? Right? (laughs) And then you look at, you know, people believe that the government created AIDS. And if you believe that, you're crazy. But then if you think about it, there was plenty of times where the government's done similar things. There was the syphilis um, experiment. There was MKUltra. We know that the government will do that sort of thing. So am I so crazy for believing that? Yes, you're crazy. Well, I'm here to say I'm not crazy. I might believe some things that might be incorrect. But I'm not crazy for looking at something going, you know, this could be a possibility, and I actually believe it. And if, if I think that's true, then by golly, that's my right, wouldn't you say? But if I'm crazy for believing something, then I just have to fall in line. And it shows that I'm hiding something. And then you have this whole media coming in and packing down the narrative, and everybody hates the media. Joe Rogan draws bigger numbers than any CNN group. He's, he's his own—he's the size of— Um, the mega multimedia thing and he's just one dude with a microphone but he's bigger than all of them guess, why is that because nobody likes cnn nobody likes fox news and nobody likes uh, nbc or whatnot because they don't like the propaganda they want somebody actually tell them what they believe instead of a scripted propaganda line so i'm not crazy i might be weird but i ain't crazy And so that's my rant for today.
0: (laughs) Very nicely done. Yeah, I've often wondered why Joe Rogan is so popular, but then it hit me. Ah, he smokes a ton of weed. (laughs) And he's usually super high when he's doing his uh, podcast.
1: Well, it's not just that he smokes weed. Doesn't he do like a lot of psychedelics as well?
0: Yeah, he does uh, DMT. Uh, he often talks about his DMT trips. Uh, I don't know what else he does, but I know weed and DMT is like his big thing.
1: <clears throat> <laughs> I was watching a Joe Rogan clip not too long ago. What was he doing? He was he was interviewing this guy who had gone to some place in the, the Car- Caribbean. And that guy was telling about this particular drug that they have out there. It's a psychedelic. And when he was done, Joe Rogan was like, oh, I've never had this one before. I need to make a trip to the Caribbean. And he wasn't joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he loves
0: drugs. <laughs> He's not a druggie, though, in the well, uh, in the sense of um, the ruining your life, I guess. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see how long he lives. See if, you know, because it's not like he uses meth or heroin or no, cocaine.
0: No, 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 no. What's the stuff. other
1: hard one? There's another really hard one, besides those four. Uh, I don't know, bath salt? (laughs) Uh, bath salt and airplane glue are their own special thing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, Uh, but uh,
0: it's, um, I have a feeling, even though he's doing all these psychedelic drugs, he- I have a feeling he's he's this very healthy dude because he's also talked about all these vitamin and supplements that he takes, yeah, and how he hunts it. for his food. He eats a lot of his uh, hunted food,
1: yeah, I think he eats almost entirely just elk or something, yeah, but he buys that, I think I think he's like partnered with a group that sells elk meat. Mm. I don't know, but he's a weird guy, but overall, I think that I don't think that alone accounts for the fact that he's so popular. I think he's popular, because he doesn't really seem to have too much of an agenda.
0: Uh, yeah, he's except- just he's just this high dude that talks to uh, random people. Yeah. You also gotta remember, though, like, in his early days, he became popular from the Fear Factor, because he was a host on that show, and then he became a MMA... He was also a comedian for a time, too. Yeah, he was a comedian, then he was uh, an MMA... Um, announcer or mm-hmm. some, he, he did something with MMA yeah. where he talked. He's about. a very
1: charismatic fellow.
0: So he, he's kind of all over the place.
1: But if you look to like, I don't know, Wolf Blitzer on CNN or something, <laughs> you know, this guy ha- has no charisma. Why is he the black card that I have to listen to speak on TV or whatnot? Mm-hmm. Why can't they get charismatic people? Have you ever heard of a charismatic person on news TV. Oh, hell no. Yeah, I, I haven't. <laughs> uh, but I think it's because they got to hire unscrupulous people who will say whatever they're g- given because they don't write their own scripts. I mean, what would be the probability of a news media corporation saying, you know what, you write your own script and say whatever you want? Could you imagine if we were extremely popular, if we became ludicrously popular and some media group was like hey why don't you guys come on our show and do tv and just you know broadcast the news however you like oh my
0: god i would so do that
1: yeah but the media would never they would never (laughs) even if it was the economical choice for them they would never do that probably not but
0: You never know. Well, I suppose that will conclude today's episode. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening to Bizarre Conspiracies. Um, Conrad, do you have any uh, final thoughts on today's show?
1: I've been keeping eyes on the uh, Ghislaine Maxwell trial, Mm -hmm. so I'm definitely going to be reported on that sometime in the future. But what is up with all those rich people going after children? Like, what is up with that? I don't know. That 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 leaves me stumped.
0: Anyway. You know, the the fact. higher you get in the social uh groups and and political chains and, and the more powerful you become. It just makes sense that they think they can get away with literally anything they
1: want. Yeah, but that doesn't explain why they're attracted to minors. <laughs> you know? I, I don't know. There's a lot of weird people a lot of
0: weird people Uh, out there, and they become the the, the most famous, and they attract the most people
1: to them. I think when you said, you know, the higher up you get, I thought you were going with drugs with that. I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Drugs makes you a pedo? (laughs) But uh, you went somewhere else with that.
0: (laughs) No, 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 no. If that were true, I think think we would see a big cancellation campaign towards Joe Rogan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, well... Yeah, that'll be it for us. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.